0: Broadcasting from the golden spread of Texas, this is The Fred Hughes Show. With each episode, we introduce to you an inspiring person or message to help you grow and unlock your potential in life. I'm Fred Hughes, professional photographer, pastor, teacher, author, and your show host. Thank you for joining us and welcome to this episode brought to you by the faithful partners of Decision Ministry. We just thank you for chiming in today. This is a regular Thursday meeting for uh, our regular schedule programming here. And so we're just uh, thankful that uh, people can chime in. America's in a little bit of a strait right now, and we are uh, praying for America and uh, we have lots of people that, uh, that join us on here that are d- from different countries. And so uh, wherever you are in the world, uh, America, how, how, go- how it goes in America does affect you. And so I just ask all people everywhere to kind of pray for the USA as we make a transition, uh, preferably a, a, a very uh, friendly transition that we, we do. It's just not not easy to make a transition in your government, but we do it. And we've been doing it for a long time, and we're usually successful with it. So we thank you for your prayers in that. Um, I have some special guests today, and I'm excited and anxious to get get them to you. I have a couple of little things that I would like to say um, first, and that is that we have a prayer line, uh, and you can call 806. This is uh, for the USA only, unfortunately, 806-338. 2929. 806-338-2929. They can uh, uh, speak to you in English or Spanish either way. Uh, We love to minister to you. Our people are are quite um, capable of ministering to you wherever you're at. We're all about um, bringing comfort and encouragement and hope. (coughs) We just ask that you would call that number. And uh, Tom and Wendy um, Hawkins uh, from one church in London, England, or they're close by. You can tell us where exactly, but it's in that area, right?
2: Yeah. Well, we're quite away from London. We're on the east coast, uh, so we're about um, 500 kilometers from London. But um, in America terms, that's quite close by.
0: All right. Well, Tom and uh, uh, Wendy are friends uh, we've kind of acquired through uh, Gary and Gloria Preston who are in the UK, but over the sea <coughs> part of <the> UK, <laughs> over in uh, Australia. And so uh, that's how we made our acquaintance. And I'm anxious to share them with you. They're a wonderful couple. And so if you'll just give them your attention, we'd, we'll, you'll be blessed.
1: Um, good to um, be here and thank you, uh, Fred, for the opportunity um, that you've given to us. And Our names, um, as Fred has said, is Wendy and Tom Hawkins and we're from a place in England called Grimsby, but many years ago we changed the name, we call it Gladsby, <laughs> it sounds better, so um, we've been here Um, well Tom was actually born nearby and I was born um, in Sheffield and then we've been living here together for over 30 years and uh, we're just going to tell you a little bit about ourselves. Um, We are pastoring a church called One Church Grimsby but just before that we understand um, about the situation um, in America. Um, And I had um, a scripture to encourage people, which I will read. This just came strongly to my mind just about an hour ago. And it's from Psalm 27, verse 13. So this is for people in America. But as Fred said, what happens in America affects everybody throughout the world. And it says it was um, David, King David, who wrote this when he was in great trouble. He put, and this applies to us. I would have fainted, or one version said, or lost heart unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So I'll read that again. It says, I, had, I would have fainted or lost heart unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So that's the scripture to hold on to. Um, it can apply to your individual life or it can apply to um, a country, a nation, or even the whole world. And then it goes on to say, verse 14, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So that is a scripture that God's put on my heart. It's um, how God um, speaks to me to help other people he always speaks to me through a scripture and it always just comes to my mind really strongly so when um, you know, take that scripture to heart declare it uh, don't be discouraged uh, don't be despaired um, because we're going to see 100% we are going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and um, all good things come from God and we are going to I'm excited really I know it's a situation that we find ourselves in but we need to focus on his goodness and we are and we uh, it's not even a future tense we are actually now seeing god's goodness in the land of the living but it's going to be manifest even even more so and um, in these in these days so um, wait upon the lord be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart wait i say on the lord yeah. so that's just a um, little start before we um tell you a little bit about ourselves and hopefully our story and ministry will um, build you up and our vision that God gave to us is to be an equipping church or ministry, um, equipping and reaching you uh, for for life. So that is our our vision that God gave us. Um, Over to you if you want to. Yeah, no.
2: Yeah, so so I'm I'm Tom, and, and, and we've been uh, married since 1988. So that's quite a, quite a long time ago, um, and um, we we established a church in our home. Was how we began uh, in 1997. Was when we when we started the church in our home, and um, we we have quite over the years, um, you know. Th- God wants us to 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 move. He want he wants us to be movers. He doesn't want us to be people that are just stuck um and stagnating. And so we've we've had a philosophy right from the very beginning that if things weren't working we would move. And so and I saw this on Facebook the other day Fred it's quite funny and he said somebody said Do you know what if you don't like where you are you're not a tree move. And so You know what, that's true. We're not a tree. We haven't got, you know, we and so God's just encouraging people as as we're ministering now. and what he what he did with us, um, Fred and the audience is that he he calls different people for different flavours and different ministries, you know, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, encouragers, givers, etc., ministry of help. And our our particular flair, if you'd like to call it that, is is um To teach and encourage, and so that's we that's what we've run with from day one, and we've also prioritized and put a priority above everything on the Word of God, and we we have lost, we've been kicked out of churches. We have lost friends who we thought would stay with us forever. We've been betrayed, we've been misused and abused. And here, here's the thing: we we made a deal that we wouldn't compromise the Word of God, and so that's what we've done for since 1997. Um, we we went to a little um, in the UK. I, I think you have it in America for a slightly different denomination, but we went to a Methodist church, and uh, that's where I got saved and stuff. And um, but then the Methodists went and made some decrees and some decisions that we felt was ungodly and so we left. Like I say, we're not a tree, so if you don't like where you are, do something about it and move. And so we moved and and we said, well, where where do we go? Our friends are there and um, everybody that we knew was there. And so God said, just open your home up. So we met in our house, we didn't advertise, we never put anything in the newspaper or the press We never put anything. Well, it was before Facebook and Twitter and everything like that. We didn't put anything out there. We just prepared a message every Sunday. We prepared some worship. And for about four or five, six weeks, I can tell you the truth. Nobody came. Not one person came. And so I was the preacher and the teacher and I had nobody to teach. So I just taught Wendy. But we were faithful and we just carried on because God told us, open your doors and preach the word and and have praise and worship. So, and after about six weeks, there was a knock on the door and a girl came to the door and she said, these were exact words. She said, I have heard that I can come to that. There's a church here and that I can get born again. (laughs) So, that was our first congregational member. So now there was three. And ever since that time, we've just been doing that. We, we don't advertise, we, well we do, we're on Facebook and things obviously, YouTube now, but we've just put a priority on the word of God and encouraging people. And so our story really over the years is, is one of, like everybody else's, hey, we've all got tales to tell. We've all got issues. We've all got life experiences. And one of the things where I think a lot of people go wrong, Fred, is they they think the church will be perfect. And I've got some news for you. There's not a perfect church on the earth. The only perfect church is in heaven. So if we all died and went to heaven, then we'd experience a perfect church. But we haven't. So we've got to we've got to use the gifts and talents that God's given us. And so Wendy and myself, you know, Fred, I have a great testimony because. I'm really unique. I know we're all, I know we're all unique, but I'm really unique because I have something that not many people have. And that is um, I know what it's like to be raised from the dead. Because I was born, still born, for it for 12 minutes. And so one of the things I encourage people is that no matter how bad it looks, your your start was not as bad as mine mine was the worst possible start that anybody could have because I was dead I was born still born and they revived me so from that point on every day is a bonus to me I can wake up every day and go wow you know what I'm, I'm a living testimony to the miracle working power of, of a god and so so I've, I've got joy I've got hope for people no matter how bad their circumstances are and so that's our message over the years as, as we've we've been going but we want to just talk about something that we have we've, fa- we've found over the years that we think will help people and encourage people and that is you know the biggest thing that people have got wrong in our opinion and in our experience is they've they've they they've, they've got the wrong perception of god and until we find for ourselves through the word and through personal revelation, the true nature of God, we're going to be confused.com. Unless we understand that God's grace was in the earth and, you know what, it was reaching out to all peoples for all times, that's including to us. But so many people have got this angry God mentality. They've got this, well, if I'm good, God will be good. And if I'm bad, God will be bad. Listen, it doesn't work like that. We, we we have to understand and get a knowledge of and get an identity of the finished work of jesus because that's where everything changed for us today and if we understand and get a get a revelation of god's nature that he's not only good but he's good all the time and i i, I was thinking the other day and we we we've over the years experienced a lot of people who Uh, for want of a better phrase, they're they're always seeing demons everywhere. They're always seeing spiritual powers everywhere. And they're always having to deal with this and say, oh, you know, I'm under attack and I've got this going on. And uh, can you pray for this to be cast out? So I've got some news for you. The devil was 100 percent disarmed at Calvary. One hundred percent. He has no weapons. That he can use against us, except the weapons of unbelief, the weapons of not understanding, the weapons of deceit and lies. But Jesus defeated him one hundred percent. Now it is true that we still have to deal with you know this thing um, between our ears, <laughs> and that's where the battle really takes place between our ears. Because if we truly understand. That Jesus didn't just make an open show of the devil, he actually took the keys of hell and Hades, he actually disarmed him, he disrobed him, he he made made a a, a mockery of him. And so today, we just need to walk in that victorious life, the the victorious life that comes from, from our identity in the finished work of Jesus. And that's what, we, that's what we've been doing ever since. We, we see people all the time. I, I've raised somebody from the dead. I came across a guy by the roadside and uh, you know what? I just breathed into the guy and he sat up and did a Listen, those things should be, every, they shouldn't be fear. We shouldn't be fearful of things like that. We shouldn't be fearful. We had an issue with a couple recently that were being tormented by spirits. And, and you know, it was real. It was real. It was real. She showed us bite marks and scratches and bruises that she got in the middle of the night from tormenting spirits. We went in that house, we took, some, we took some oil with us because the word says, is any sick, let him call on the elders who bring oil with them and anoint them and the prayer of faith will heal the sick. And so we took a thing of oil, we put it on the bedpost and we left, we prayed over that situation and the couple in their eighties received Jesus.
1: Uh, The um, one of the carers uh, knew that we was pastors of the church. They asked us to go into the church because nobody nobody could yeah into the um, home because nobody could um, help them. And like Tom says, there was actually nearly ninety in the late eighties, and we went. There was unbelievers, but when um, we was able to pray, and um, get rid of these um, evil spirits that was tormented, She was even screaming in the Mm. night, and. we led them birth to Jesus. There was actually crying you know, with uh, relief uh, when they said the Lord's Prayer. So um, you know, this is the goodness of God in, in the land of the living okay. uh, that we're seeing, that we are seeing people come to know Jesus. We are seeing people, well, one person so far raised from the dead and um, signs and wonders are following. Uh, but we haven't always um, been pastors of the church or even believers. It was many years ago, that we, well, myself and Tom met um, in a nightclub. Um, and then I became a believer. And then Tom did a couple of years later. And then, as we said, we started the church in our house. But uh, we wasn't planning to be pastors <laughs> for six months. Uh, we was praying God send us a pastor and we, we was just learning we usually did Andrew Womack's um, correspondence course which we highly recommend so we was learning from Andrew Womack and uh, he did actually come to our church
2: and that stayed with us as he well stayed yeah?
1: with us. So he encouraged us greatly to carry on and um, as quick as we was learning we was just teaching because we did have like Tom said we had one person but in the end we had a house full and uh, we moved out of the house into um, a public um, a public place. Uh, so we haven't always um, been believers, but we, as soon as we became believers, we came, became passionate, you know, to tell people how much God loves them and that they can have a completely different life. But our principle is, like Tom said, always putting the word of God first. And um, Matthew 6, it says, Seek first the kingdom of God or his way of doing things. And then all these things will be added uh, to you. So we've put God's word as priority, even if it's meant leaving our friends and family um, from the church that we've been to before. We've left people behind because we've never wanted to compromise the word of God. And uh, God's word has been so good to us and uh, we have prospered in in every single way. And um, as a result of that, and um, it says that God has is no respecter of person, what he, he's done from, for us. I've been um, miraculously healed. Um, you know, we could, we could be here all night telling you all the good things that have happened as well as things that have come against us. But uh, just be encouraged what God's done for us that we can do for every single person who's listening. Um, but you no, know, just make sure you put a priority on god's word read it yourself get revelation plant yourself in a good church and um you know read god's word and get revelation of his grace and his love and his healing and that he wants to be your provider get that revelation on your heart and um put that word in your heart and uh, out of the abundance of your heart uh, your mouth will speak and speak and declare good things over yourself good things over your family good things over your town or your city, uh, nation, other nations, and um, even the whole world. And uh, we're promised, aren't we? It says, as for our inheritance, he has given us uh, the nations so we can stand on that word that the nations belong to us and all power and authority has been given unto us. So God is raising up people who are strong in him and in the power of his word. And all he's looking for is people just to flow through um, God doesn't call those who are already equipped, as we can say we wasn't equipped in any way, oh, no. shape, or form. <laughs> no way. All we did was that we had a heart for God, and we had a heart for His people, and a heart to reach the lost. Um, most weeks um, we see somebody come to know Jesus, um, which is which is good. Uh, so, um, but he, yeah, what one you accept that call, he equips those who he calls so don't don't shy away from the things that God wants you to do as we know no time is getting is running out where well I'm 55 and Tom's 58 so half of our lives probably passed us by if we live to be 100 so um you know, we need to all make our life can't you know, the reason we're here on earth is to love God and to love others so um you no know, don't shy away from the calling and the challenge that God's given to you it, you might have difficulties but you know the joy of the Lord is our strength and um nothing compares you know, to knowing Jesus and to walking in his perfect plan for your life.
2: Yeah and I'm I'm, I'm conscious as Wendy was saying that that there's people that's, that's going to watch this Fred and one of the things I just feel the Holy Spirit saying to speak out to people is that people have been uh, disillusioned and discouraged by church. And you know what, our experience goes along with that. If we'd have have put our trust in a denomination, if we'd have put our trust in a organization, which is like a, a, a church, we'd have been discouraged and disillusioned as well because we've we, been the people. yeah or putting your trust in people and things so I just want to speak to people that even if you've had a bad deal in church you're in good company um, you know it's <clears throat> the, the the church is you know it's it's got flaws in it just like any other organization it's got it's got good sides and bad sides but I just want to encourage you not to base your life on if we to base our life on our church experience we'd have given up a long time ago we need to base our lives on what god's called us to do if you get if you don't get a calling you're going to you're going to struggle because you need to find out <clears throat> what you were made what your purpose is find out what your identity um, who your identity is and then once you've found that out because ours is to teach and encourage <clears throat> guess what We can embrace the other people. We can embrace the other facets, the other parts. You know, the Word of God says that we're made up of many members. You know, we're not all arms, and we're not all legs, and we're not all eyes, and we're not all ears. We're made up of many members, and so I just feel that people are watching this who are saying, "You know what? I've been disillusioned by church because I found out this, and I found out that, and these these people did this to me, and these people did that to me." Listen read corinthians the book of corinthians is is all about one of the worst churches that there was ever around one of the most carnal churches that there was ever around just read it for yourself so things are not that different but the difference is that our identity is in the finished work of jesus not in whether we're, whether the church treats us right or whether we we um, we agree with what the church is doing as long as the church is, is, is following the word of God, as long as the church is, is, you know, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, as long as the, the preaching's following the word, then don't be discouraged by people that, <clears throat> that have maybe, um, you know, not, not, not turned out to be very trustworthy or honest. Because our experience is that, listen, Jesus is the only man around that that was perfect, and that means that everybody else is is you know is just as capable. And, and I say that to our congregation all the time, Fred, because they they think somehow that the pastors are super saints that, that that they never ever you know lose it in a car park when somebody pinches their car parking spot, or they never ever get upset when somebody cuts them up at traffic lights and, and gives them a one one fingered salute. Listen, we're just we we encourage people that that we're in life but we're in this life with the power of the gospel. You know, I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. If you're a believer, you've got power. And so we've just got to renew our mind to some things that, but but once we understand that, Hey, um, Tom and Wendy, they're not perfect. You know what? We'd have disagreements. Some people may find that hard to believe, you know, Oh no, pastors don't have disagreements. Surely. Well, Get, get with the program because you know we, we we have issues just like everybody else so just to encourage uh, listeners and, and viewers <clears throat> to not base life on on your experience don't don't go by experiential living go by gospel living go by the word of god living faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god if you keep plugging in and listening to the word of god you can decipher and filter out and and get mature And one of the things, Fred, we've recognized over the years is the body of Christ has a lot of babies in it. It has a lot of it has a lot of immature people in it that are still on milk. And yet they often come to us and ask them to feed them meat. But, you know, they're not ready for it. And so when we all get that bit more mature, we can we can understand things a bit better. So hopefully that's encouraged somebody there. Um, to not base your life experiences on your local church. Because, <clears throat> listen, the local church, you know, it's it's trying its best. And, and in the UK at the moment, this COVID thing, it has terrorised our nation. It has it has st- struck fear into our nation. And we've been declaring now for, for a while that it's time for a voice. And it's time for in particular the church to have a voice to say listen you you're not going to take away our freedom you're not going to you're not going to lock us up in our homes you're not going to you're not going to destroy our businesses you know you know they reckon <clears throat> in the uk i'm sure it's the same in the states mental health issues uh, loneliness suicides um depressions domestic abuse They're all on the rise. Alcoholism, drug use. Why? Because we're being locked up and we're not designed to be locked up. We're designed to be free and we're designed to interact people to people. And so we've been declaring, haven't we, Wendy, over the last few weeks, in in the last few months, in fact, that it's time for us not to hide our light under a bushel. It's time for us to stand and say, no more. We're not giving you any more of our life. You know, we've been locked down now since March last last year was when we had our first lockdown. And we've had glimpses of sort of freedom, but our restaurants, our social cinemas and social places have been shut. And everything's been limited. And we've been placed under house arrest.
1: We're on lockdown number three. Until we're, on, we're
2: on lockdown now until February the 15th. And so we're not allowed out. We're allowed to go out for a walk um if we don't wear a mask in public people are screaming at people and and and, and it's just getting really. i don't know what it's like in the states forever it's getting really really serious and we we need to stand up and say to people listen we we we've got some answers for you yeah. your answers to not put your trust in 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 a, in a vaccine okay i'm, I'm not going to get political on this but our trust needs to be in the lord our trust needs to be in the Word of God, and hey, we're not going to fall out with you whether you whether you're taking a vaccine or not taking a vaccine. We're not going down that road, but with, we should. The church, in particular, the Body of Christ, should be should be declaring to people that listen. Now is the day of salvation, and I think what's happening is people are recognizing their immortality. They're recognizing that you know um, that this is so-called serious well it is serious we've had we've had um 70, deaths in the uk since uh, march so that's serious for all those people who have lost we grieve with you we understand the pain we understand you know what it's all about but we we also believe that there has to come a time when enough is enough and we have to say do you know what we're going to stand up for, for the word of God and no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper and, and every lying tongue that comes against us in judgment we will condemn in Jesus name so I'll let Wendy carry.
1: I was just thinking uh, amongst all that uh, there is good news because um, the first and the second <coughs> lockdown we couldn't meet and um, to worship in a church but the third lockdown we are allowed to meet with restrictions so we are still meeting um, on Sundays at 11 o'clock and we live stream as well and like Tom said, don't let, you know, find a church wherever you are. Uh, it says don't give up meeting uh, together, especially as the day of the Lord approaches. Uh, so you might have been discouraged about church, but um, I think I read or I heard somebody say the other day, oh, I'm not, you know, people say I'm not going to church, there's too many hypocrites there. And they said, well, there's hypocrites at the gymnasium, <laughs> but you don't start going to the gym. <laughs> So when it applies to all walks of life, where there's people, so when you know there might be hypocrites in in the church, but that doesn't stop you um not at following God's word, which says don't meet up together. The same as there's hypocrites in the gym, it doesn't stop you going to the gym. That's good that way, <laughs> it isn't it? I like that. So when amongst all this, there's always um, good news. and.
2: So that's that's a, a bit about us. That's how we started off. Listen, um, just just listen to what the, word, what the Holy Spirit's saying. Listen to the, what the Word's saying to you, and be encouraged. Uh, United States, be encouraged. Yeah. You know, um, I, I just I just well, I, I had a phrase the other day that I spoke out at church. I don't know if you've heard of it in the in the US, but I just had a phrase that came to mind that the cat is coming out of the bag. And you know, when they used to take a rabbit out of the hat, well, the cat is coming out of the bag. I think some truths are going to emerge, some truths are going to emerge with the election stuff that's going on. Truths gonna emerge in the US with the use of Antifa and, and Black Lives Matter and all these things that are getting really political and unrest and stuff like that. Listen, there's nothing new under the Ecclesiastes saying there's nothing new under the under the under the sun. And so deception is the is the Um, number one tool of the devil he's been disarmed he's been he's been uh, disrobed he's been uh, disgraced uh, but he is still able to use lies and deception and we need to just be aware that um, the the word of God says that we're not unaware of his schemes we're not unaware of his plans we know he's got plans and they're not plans for us to prosper they're not plans for us for, for good and so and um, that deception that's going on but but things are going to come to light and, and and in america we say god bless america we say that you know just hold on to the faith and um, ephesians chapter six tells us having done all things to stand and then to stand and so i think that's a word a prophetic word for the, the united states that it's time for people to stand and and not be moved and to and to just Walking their inheritance, which is um, which which is a, a, a powerful inheritance, and so just standing there and, and believing by by faith, you know that justice will prevail. That, that whatever needs to be done, um, I, I did hear today that Trump has sort of announced that he's gonna he's gonna graciously hand hand over the White House and things like that. I, I don't really know where that's going, but I just pray for peace. And, and for things to be done civilly, and because there's there's a lot of lies going on at the minute. There's a lot of lies going on. There's a lot of conspiracies going on. There's a lot of um, corruption going on. I really I really read something the other day about the Senate and about about the Supreme Systems and the courts, and I just I just said. Um, you know, the words say since the John, days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men will lay hold of it. And I just think sometimes we have to get a, a, um, a, godly, a godly aggression and, and just say, we're not having any more corruption. We're not having any more finances in the US. You, must, you guys must be pouring down the tube trillions of dollars, just like the U- UK is. You know, we have a GDP, a gross domestic produce of around three trillion sterling a year. Already since March, they reckon we've spent three trillion sterling on furloughing uh, jobs and shutting businesses down and providing for this and trying to do this. Listen, the stuff going down the tube and going down the pan like, like it's no tomorrow. And we, we, we need to stand up and say enough is enough. We're not going to stand for this anymore. In the church, the church of all people, when we had our lockdown, we did a little survey and we, we, we talked to people and we said to them, do you think the churches should shut down because of a pandemic and a virus? And the, the guys on the street were saying, we think, well, most of them, Wendy, we think the church should be the one place that should be open, yeah. where people can go and pray, where people can go and be prayed for, where people can go and... And and you know meditate and 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 stuff. And so that was another strategy of the enemy to shut the churches down and to shut the voice up. But we're declaring and we're believing that as one church, Grimsby, we've stood and we've stood, and we've had opposition after opposition. We've had people burn books that we've uh, given them tapes and stuff. They've, they've chucked bags over our fences and oh, put mail through. Listen, it's just people it's just people and the devil only has people to work through and so just just keep trucking for jesus mm-hmm. and uh, we we've been doing this since 1997 we could have if if criticism could have killed we'd have been dead a thousand times mm-hmm. at least but you know what that's why god calls some people to the ministries of apostle prophet evangelist pastor teachers because he chooses people that are made of the right stuff even if you make mistakes you know, I read um in, in the genealogies the other day in Matthew, and it, it's first time we've ever seen this. But when we look at the genealogy of Jesus, we see that Solomon was the son of David. But we see for the first time that, that I've seen it recorded that it actually says that that David um, begat well, so, no, David gave uh, David, David's son was Solomon, but it actually states that it was through. Uriah's wife. So that means that Solomon was born through Bathsheba and so that means that the blessing of David David, that was Solomon came from an adulterous relationship, came from a murderous relationship. David got Uriah's husband killed, it's just simple as that, so that he could have his uh, way with Bathsheba, and yet Solomon came through that. And look at what Solomon did in the Psalms. Look at what Solomon's done in the Word of God. So don't despise mistakes. We have we have some pastor friends of ours, who who um, her her mum uh, was was raped uh, by a gang at knife point multiple times, and she became pregnant, and she gave birth, and she, instead of aborting she went through with it and and the lady's name I'm not going to mention it but they're great pastors now you know what that takes some bottle to be able to do stuff like that but solomon was born through a not a not a great start yet he made the most of it so we just want to encourage you guys that whatever's going on in your world however much it looks like it's falling apart i declare it's not falling apart it's falling into place amen, amen. and so no matter no matter how bad it may seem you know um solomon was born out of all that and it's the first time i saw it tried the other day and it's really struck struck me that we sometimes think everything has to be you know certain way well it doesn't work like that life life does not do that and that's that's what we've experienced and that's what we want to encourage you to keep keep going for life
0: Amen. Tom and Wendy, we thank you so much. I'll tell you what, I've took it, taken so many notes, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> uh, you guys have a great word. I, I want to go back to uh, the word that Wendy started with Psalms 27, verse 13. And it says, I would have despaired, it says, had I not believed. So it's important that we have something to believe in, that we have a God Amen. that is able to uh, meet all of our needs. To reach into our lives and make a difference. It's the goodness of the Lord at the end of that verse that that, that is mentioned. It's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. And so we, we pray for our friends, our neighbors, our countries, we pray that they will come and be led by the goodness of God into the repentance of the Lord and and become part of the body of Christ because yes. of all nations uh, his body is made, not just just your local um, country, wherever you are. Yes. And so it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. It's the goodness of God that, that keeps us from despair. It's the goodness of God that we want in our life. And so um, I want to just uh, give uh, remind you one more time for people in the USA, at least 806-338-2929. 806 338 2929. That number is open. There's people there that'll pray for you. Um, please avail yourself of that. Uh, we thank you so much. It's, um, I-, I love another statement that was made about the, uh, you're not a tree, you can move. Irene <laughs> and I were in the Methodist church too, and we moved from the Methodist church for exactly the same reason you did. And so we have a commonality there, but love the Methodist. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, we they they taught us how to care for people and hang blanket yes. somebody and not just preach the gospel, but to actually put some works w- along with it and put some effort into yes uh, meeting some physical needs and personal personal needs. And so we bless the Methodist. But yes. if you're in a dead church of any kind, you need to move and you need to go somewhere else and where you can be where you can be nourished and and, and encouraged and built up in, in the word of the Lord, where they rightly divide the word of God, where they, amen. they don't uh, pray prayers at the end of them. As one of our uh, chaplains recently did in the Senate, I think he prayed amen and a woman. <laughs> oh, brother. So, uh, so Pray for those Methodists. That's, uh, he was a Methodist pastor as well. Uh, but anyway, Uh, Another thing you hit on that I think is just so vital for people to understand is deliverance Uh, because your God is not only able to save you from your sin, but he is able to set you free. uh, The captivity that you might have, uh, that you might be in. And so uh, Wendy and Tom would just thank you so much for sharing your testimonies about, uh, about deliverance, uh, about, uh, being, being just, um, uh, from the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks, what's, what, what's in your heart, you need to be professing it and saying it. And if you need that belib- deliverance and being set free, well, then you need to be say, saying, Lord, I need to be set free mm-hmm. ask. Uh, the same way you got salvation is as, as yes. well, make an exchange uh, with God. Uh, you have sin, you exchange it for his salvation, of uh, set you free from your sin if you have deliverance, you ask him for, for, to set you free from your, from, from your captor. And so uh, those things are really, really important. And I thank you for your examples. Uh, there are people that are strong in the faith and that can pray and can help you walk through that. But it is something that you do from your heart. It doesn't matter. Every, God requires that you make the move. And so you wanna, you have to be ready to get rid of your demonic problems. Uh, but you can get in agreement with somebody else uh, like Tom and Wendy or the people that are on the prayer line waiting for you, and uh, you can receive that deliverance that you need to be to, to be set free in and there is power um, <clears throat> as Tom uh, related to earlier there's power in the Holy ghost it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, and that's what'll sets free and that's what we need right now, and we think Tom and Wendy for sharing such an encouraging message. Uh, we, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Wendy, man. I'm
1: thank you, Fred, as well. Thank you for- Thank you
2: for the opportunity of, of, you know we're in a little tiny village on the east coast of England. We're in a county called Lincolnshire. And um, we, for those who have been to the UK, we have these counties, you have states and things, where we have little tiny count- counties. And so we're in a county that's called Lincolnshire and uh, we're in the country but um you know wherever we go we can still be we can still encourage people and uh, and so hopefully we've encouraged you from a little tiny village in in the uk i know you guys struggle with our accents or uh, uh, quite often we we get people when we go we been, we we've got friends in uh, colorado and we've got friends in in america and we we do go over there occasionally and they just love our accents they love our way of life and our cups of tea and things but you know what we may be separated by miles but one thing that's happening at the moment fred is we're being united yeah. by a common threat um globally we're being we're all being united by a common threat and i'm just trying to encourage people we're trying to encourage people that we should be the head and not the tail we should be above and not beneath we shouldn't be um you know in in fear we should be shining uh, brightly um if, if, we'll, if we'll just shine, then the darkness has to flee. And uh, that's really what our ministry has been about over the years. We've never had an agenda of ourselves and for ourselves. We've just, we, we just make this thing up as we go along. You know, we just wake up every day and we say, right, what do we do now? You know, our church is um, it's a great church. We've got great people in there. We, we, for years, we never had any worship people. And then all of a sudden, somebody rocks up with a keyboard and a guitar, and you know, God's faithful. Yeah, and
1: keep, and so, we'll be um, praying for you, but uh, please pray for us as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's good to,
2: and you can find out about us, and you can check our messages out on YouTube and on Facebook Live on a Sunday at uh, eleven.
1: Facebook is uh, One Church Grimsby, and then it links to our website. And YouTube as well. So, Facebook is uh, One Church Grimsby.
2: And if you want to email us or if you want to telephone us or anything, you can get it on there. But if you want to email us, it's info at onechurchgrimsby.co.uk. And so, would be great to hear some feedback. Uh, be kind to us. We love you. <laughs> we're on your side. We're not against you. And, um, you know, but we are under threat. And I think it's time, Fred. I think even most people. Are seeing that it's time to get serious. And so that's really what I want to encourage people. We want to encourage you to get serious with the word of God, get serious with standing, because, you know, uh, everything's trying to tear this, this country of ours has just gone into meltdown. Um, even personally, families, friends just have fallen out with us and fallen out with everybody <laughs> at this moment. And so we just speak to fear that it will not terrorise and it, it, will not, it will not come to pass in people's minds. You know, I did a message on YouTube called Battlefield Brain. And uh, boy, that is one of the biggest areas that we're under attack at the moment with our thinking, and, you know, and the, this virus thing is just heaping panic on people. But we declare and we, you know, Fred, we believe that faith is voice activated. Yeah. That's what we teach people. If you speak it out and you believe and you, you attach it to the word of God and you send it forth, it won't return void. It will accomplish that which it is sent forth to do. And so we declare and we voice activate faith over this pandemic in, the, in America and in the UK and in, 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 in worldwide situations. And we just, we just speak to, be, to the, those voices of deception, to be quiet, to be still in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. amen thank you
0: <laughs> thank you so much tom
2: wendy we've, we're
1: You're welcome here. thank you fred
0: <laughs> and listen we uh, uh the, that last word i think is so important and i really feel like that uh, the encouragement uh should come to you you know there's a lot of um there's a lot of trouble in the world right now but uh definitely not be discouraged and amen. The, the word of god is what loads you up with encouragement. yes And then if you drop, it drops down into your spirit and then your mouth begins to confess it. And so when the pressure comes, listen to what's your mouth, what's coming out of your mouth and you'll find it's in your heart. Yes. Full of the word or is it full of the world's fears and concerns yeah yeah give us a spirit of fear but he gave us power love and a sound mind mind. do good battle three three weapons against one i think that's a that's a i like that uh, combination you know (laughs) we have all kind of weaponry to come against the enemy we're not short-handed no in what we have and there's no need for any believer to walk in hopelessness amen or discouragement at all, and so remember that number, 806-338-2929, and join us again next week when we come back with another exciting guest. I believe Tom Malone is up uh, next week, from, uh, and uh, Pastor Tom is a great friend. He's, he's I, In fact, I had two Toms in a row. My goodness. <laughs> well, I'm playing a Tom-Tom here this week, but anyway. Uh, we're excited about uh, this little presentation of, um, of the gospel, and we hope and pray that it's been a blessing to you. Uh, thank you again, Tom and Wendy, and we will see you again later.
2: You're welcome. Okay. Goodbye from the UK. Stay blessed. Amen. Bye. And all. Bye-bye.
0: If you enjoyed the show today, be sure and get the download and the uh, show notes that we have available for you. If you agree that this is place to be, invite your friends. Use those little buttons to uh, connect us to your Facebook friends and others. And if you have not subscribed, do it today. Check out our free downloads. This is the Fred Hughes Show signing off.